All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Nation Dan just looked at me and said, Wanya, are you going to do that thing where you have your phone going with the stopwatch and you know to take breaks every 15 minutes? And I said, come on, Dan. That was one and done. This is the real life podcast. We're not about structure. We're about making very brief improvements in our lives and then wiping them out the next week. Wanya here. Jay Downton here. Bag Milk here. Nation Dan here. Real life podcast coming from a little brick that's best described today as cozy. Yeah, yeah it's very, nice in here. Yeah, comfortable. There's some nice old biddies out in the room there talking. I heard one lady talking about how she doesn't like Western Union because her neighbor got scammed by it because it got she got an email from somebody who needed money and she gave them money and that's Western Union's fault. I heard two old ladies talking about that. So when you get to that level of comfort in a cafe that you can talk to your friends about scams. Financial fraud. Financial fraud. I think you feel welcome and at home. And that's what Little Brick's providing today in the center of uh, Edmonton. Little Brick is a forum for people to get together and talk about the real issues. Exactly. Like this podcast. Yeah. Brought to you by our friends at Rig Hand Distilleries. Makers yeah. of Nation Vodka. Makers of Brum. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm practicing uh, what is called Sober September. After, Wake me up when September cleanse? After a very... Yeah, exactly. Well done. Yeah. After a very heavy summer and uh, looking forward to... Actually, going out to Rig Hand here in a week or two to meet with them 
and uh, get back into the consumption side of things. I the girls put some double double in me coffee last week. Oh, it was delightful. Double double is the rig hand, the cream coffee cream cream yeah. liqueur, if you yeah. will. That's similar to an Irish beverage that we shan't name. It was magical. Would you say it's better than hundred percent? All right. Best. You're, gonna, you're gonna do a comparison and not I'm say gonna, the industry leader. Yes, exactly. Out of respect to again, I'm gonna I'm gonna take some skiing because I am a freak for spiked coffees while on ski trips. Me too. It warms the blood. It's good in the morning. Warms it's good the when you get soul. back. Gives you everything you need. Get your back on your feet. At the old bag milk family Christmases, Wanye, we crush many many bottles. Is that right? Cures. And get buckled on Christmas morning. It is a hard one to get drunk on for me. Yes. Because when you get to the end, it's like getting drunk. You ever have a monkey's lunch? Yeah. yeah you yeah. ever get drunk at a monkey's yeah. lunch? It's whatever comes. What are you going to get first? Drunk or diabetes? Exactly. Yeah. Or like lactose overload. Well, that's the funny thing too is because we crush probably a cof- pot of coffee each. Yeah. So, you know, you know how that goes. Jay and I have a tradition when we go to Moose Jaw. We got some business out there. We go there. We go to the Tim Hortons. We order two extra large coffees with room which yeah. we giggle. <laughs> then this lady drives us around town and we go and check on a bunch of shit. And by the time we're done, we've had three extra large coffees yeah. and a bottle of Bailey's. I'll say yeah. it. Oh dear. And the we're beauty. on our way. The beauty of what Moose Jaw is they have two Tim Hortons. Yeah. So you feel like you're getting away with something yeah. because one place only thinks she went twice and yeah. the other thing, just, Oh, they're just having their daily one coffee a day. Yeah. Okay. Little do they know you've put back a bottle of the good stuff. Yeah. No McDonald's in the jaw, huh? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! There's McDonald's. McDonald's, uh, Moose Jaw McDonald's was like a, a pioneer. Building. Oh, beautiful! Very beautiful. beautiful. Uh, a pioneer. <laughs> uh, it was like one of the first to like do deliver before Uber Eats. Or like I remember, like twenty years ago, like the McDonald's delivers, the Burger King delivers, the A and W delivers. Like Life Hack One Hundred and One in Moose Jaw. Like when the new McDonald's fast. opened, I remember going out there when you would talk to people about it. They were just. Like the Moose Jaw comes to a consensus on stuff, like a lot of small towns, right? So I'm like, oh, sweet, the new McDonald's. Everyone go, just beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> oh, yeah. Still do it. Eh? Like oh, the yeah. new McDonald's, it's beautiful. Oh, just beautiful. I was like, man, they're really excited about their McDonald's this year. And plus, they also rock the hardest core schedule for old man coffees yeah. of all time. Yeah. What do you mean? Well, like, old, you know, the concept of old man coffee? No. Old retired men historically yeah. have nothing to do. Oh, yeah. yeah, of course. They so they coffee. get together with their buddies. Every day at the same time at the same place and probably have the exact same conversation on repeat. The coffee is incidental. Yeah. It's a small coffee with maybe one cream and a stir stick that they will twist for hours on end. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Then they'll come back at three. Yeah. My uh, my my uncles uh, are in a uh, a coffee club, if you will, that involves going to Burger King every day at 2 p.m. and 8 p.m. I don't know if I've ever had a coffee at Burger King. Yeah, that's it's it's that's it's Moose Jaw living right there. Uh, that uh, the Burger King is the uh, the coffee uh, hangout of choice. Old man coffee bag milk. You never got into that. Well, Your no. Talk about how you got scammed in Western Union. Exactly. Yeah. No. My grandpa used to do the old man coffee. I guess now that I know what it is, he used to go hang out with his buddies every day, grab a coffee and W though. Okay. That yeah. was his jam. Yeah. 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 Grab a little coffee. But the reason I asked about McDonald's and the Jaw is. Superior coffee. Everybody knows it. Oh, hands down. It's the best fast food coffee, period. Not close. Do you want, do you want me to talk about this like I'm from Moose Jaw? Yes. <laughs> All right. McDonald's coffee? No, no, no. Though. You want to be at the Tim Hortons, but not the one on South Hill. Yeah, fuck South Hill. It's terrible. The new one. Oh, sorry, is it South Hill? Well, no. There's one, there's one down yards. in Maine, and then there's one up on uh, 
uh, on the on the north side. The of new town one, now. north there's, side. Yeah, there's yeah. not a Timmy's. Sorry, on, sorry, sorry. Uh, north side. There's not a Timmy's on South. Yeah, yeah. but there's like the OG one, which we will all agree is a Moose Javi and is fine. Yeah, but the new one, no. And why not? What's wrong with the new one? I don't want to. I don't know. But I just know that something. we don't go there. There's something. The, uh, the beef, uh, there's, there's a beef, peas beef. Moose Jonah House t- now has two Boston pizzas. We only uh, go to the OG one. The new the, one, no. The, yeah, the OG one used to be like <laughs> a nightclub. There'd be bouncers at the door. Yeah, bouncers line up to get into wow. the lounge. Oh, yeah. It was the just best. good living. That's incredible. Play pool. You could drink a fishbowl. Yeah. You could Play golden hit the tea. VLTs. Yeah. VLTs, golden tea. Yeah, everything. it was so good. And so then the partners of that one had a divorce, if you will. Oh. Uh, and so... He went and opened a rival BPs that's, you know, down like in a moose jaw. Everything's so close. It's probably five minutes away from the other one. And he's having a tough time. The OG one still has its loyal followers, yeah. but there is a beef. Is moose jaw big BPs. enough to merit two BPs? It's uh, it's debatable. Yeah. I don't know what the uh, success the metrics. Strong, right? Yeah. I don't mm. know what the success metrics People are love for BPs. Bread. Like they have a Brown Social Club does awesome. They have an OJ's. They have a brew house. Like all of a sudden you went from back in the day and be and in uh, the jaw. There was like three choices to now there's like 12 choices. Oh, yeah. I remember I was at a coffee shop across the street from when Brown's was just getting ready to open. The one on Main Street there? Well, there's only one. Yeah. And uh, they're they're doing their, like, hiring fair. And it, and because it was a Brown's and Brown's, like, for, especially for Moose Jaws, like, high end. Yeah. Uh, so, like. All the talent. All the talent was coming in from, like, outside of Moose Jaw as uh, well. And we're, you just sit there and just, like, watch just the parade walk into Brown's. And I'm like, this is going to be a special place. Oh, yeah. The fun it's, thing about the jaw, because I've been going there a long time, is that the crew people that we roll with, they've known you long enough that they'll just tell you what's going on. Yeah. But you'll be sitting around like, well, what do you want to do tonight? Well, we could go here. Or should we go to BP's? Yeah, but not the new one. And they like always bring you up to date on where the beefs yeah. are. Oh, yeah. There's always like a good this. beef. There's a good beef. It's some small town living in a bigger city. Yeah. If you, if you will. Moose Jaw is one of the best places ever. Yeah, I love it. I love it there. I've only been once and I had a great time. You ever go anywhere that maybe you've been as a as a kid in the past or something like that, and the minute you're back there, you recapture your old mindset? Sure. That's how I feel when I get to Moose Jaw. Yeah. I, like, uh, I want to get into the casino. I've never won. I can't think of ever having won at the casino in Moose Jaw. I will go there and lose $250 with alarming regularity. What's your game? Whatever's going. I don't know anything. You I don't, don't have, have like a go-to? I have no strategy. I'll play blackjack. Well, you, play, you play blackjack with the um, mysterious man with two thumbs. Oh, with his side thumb. Yeah, he had a thumb growing out of his thumb. Oh, with yeah. a nail on it too. A little, cool. yeah, a little, little tiny nail. Around. And then he'd touch the chips with that thing, and I'd be like, "Ugh." Yeah, I think I get that removed. But I'll also play a slot if something's calling to me. Oh yeah, I love the slots in the job. I'm the guy in Vegas. If I'm in Vegas, I'm following the old ladies around. Really? I'm seeing who's sitting at, uh, who's parked at a slot machine. When you leave, I'm in. When I was littler, we'll say eighteen to nineteen to twenty, I thought going to the casino was great fun. Because there was like $2 tables and you could get a free drink and it was all very exciting. And when you're 18, everything's exciting. But as I got older, I was like, I can't go to the casino, man. I could actually do damage. Like if I go and lose all my money, there's like responsibilities for that money and I can't do it anymore. So I made a rule. I don't go to Edmonton casinos. So unless I'm in Vegas or in the jaw, I never get to go. So I go there and don't feel guilty about it because what are you going to do? I don't think I've ever been inside an Edmonton casino. Really? I don't think so. You should check out the one uh, that's attached to the arena. Just oh, out I of, would. Out of sheer it's convenience. Small. Like, it's very small. Casinos used to be about gaming. Now they're about... <laughs> used to be about losing money. Yeah, now they're about steakhouses overlooking people who yeah. are losing money. Have you ever eaten at that one? Oh, yeah. I yeah. heard Connor eats there. Atlas? Well, he's got a special they, room. Yeah, they got the secret entrance to the special room. 
See, that's what I want. And where the what was it called? The red wine summits occur. Uh, let's not uh, bring that into it. Let's think about Connor yeah, yeah. eating there because he eats there solo. Scrap, let's scrap it all together and get. No, him no, no, what do you no, think no. he gets? Do you think like he's like a carb heavy, like carbs up? He gets whatever uh, he texts. What's his nuts out in Toronto and says, "What should I eat, Coach?" Oh yeah, he's Gary eating. Roberts. Texts him back and says, "Yeah, Soylent Green." Yeah, Connor. he's having kale and uh, drinking the pink. Yeah, some pink. Speaking of which, did you see the uh, article I posted over the weekend where Connor talked a little bit of business about being Connor? Yeah, I thought that was super interesting. super interesting with Bloomberg, no with less. Bloomberg. Yeah, Jeez. that's why I thought it was super interesting to just to kind of get a peek at um, what it means to be one of the most marketable faces in the league. And how about Mike Camilleri being one of his business people that he talks to, like his consultants? Strange. Super oh, really? He's yeah. I haven't read the article, full disclosure, so I've yeah, got so it he, queued up here. Uh, a quick spoiler, uh, OilersNation.com, read that. But he goes on about, the question is kind of like, how do you know what to do? You just got a $100 million contract. Obviously, there's big business here. You're not just going to bury it in the yard. Yeah. So he's talking to different players that have been there before. He talks about some of the greats that have come before him. Obviously, he's talking about Wayne. Wayne's around. Wayne's got winery money. Oh, he's monetizing like a mofo. But Hell Wayne's yeah. done a shitload of bad business deals too. Has he? Oh yeah. I think it's just. I, I think he gets led astray. I don't think like it's him on his whole. No, own. I agree. I feel like for a guy as good as Gretzky is, he's been surrounded by a lot of really shitty businessmen throughout. So his is time. that a yes man or is that just somebody not? You know, crossing T's and dotting I's. I think if you don't have pros around you, and I'm sure Gretzky has pros, but yeah, in the he, earlier days, yeah. he had probably bad pros. The wormiest worms get the through. Bruce McNalls of the world. Pocklington to, to McNall. There hasn't been that many crooks in the NHL. That's why I thought it was interesting that, like, of all the people he's talking to, like, the only name he specifically dropped in this interview is Mike Camilleri. I Googled Connor McDavid Bloomberg, and the Oilers Nation article came up first before the Bloomberg article. Take that, Excellent. Bloomberg. Look at that SEO, Bloomberg. How do we beat Bloomberg's SEO? We've been working on it. Well, yeah. I'll tell you what. We're trying to beat There's the... a video interview with him here. Yeah. Oh, wow. I'll yeah, so that. I just I took some, some memorable quotes from the interview. It's about 10 minutes long. But it's interesting. It's like, first it starts off with a couple of softball questions. Connor, how are you so good kind of thing? And then it goes into more of the business side of it. Yeah. And right now his dad is managing his finances, but he's just like... You know, who knows how long that's going to last for as things keep growing and escalating. And because eventually he's going to need somebody because he's got some big cheddar coming to the old account these days. Yeah, well, just uh, it, well, cause, because he can go out and earn, for him, it's just about protecting because there's there's brands out there that just want to lining up to throw money at him. He talks a little bit about that, actually. Yeah. He talks about how for him, he wants to be able to, if the brand itself says, Connor, you need to tweet X that he's not embarrassed about it. Yeah. So he's not a complete whore. Yep. It's a business though. Picking and choosing. He's in a, he's in a good spot though, where he's Connor McDavid. He's able to pick and choose. Well, and I think he's got a few roads that he wants. He can choose between heading down. Like you can either be the guy who does endorsement deals and gets cash and puts his cash under his bed or whatever. And you can do it with your NHL salary. Yeah. You could like challenge yourself to be like Shaq. And Shaq never touched a penny of his NBA salary, which is insane. He lived off the royalties of Shaq rap. That doesn't make sense to me though. So he doesn't touch a cent of his NBA pay. No. Like what happens to the checks though? Like are oh, they're, they're deposited. Yeah, they're deposited. But he's so he's just off. like socking. They're in yeah. his checking account. Hell yeah. Can we tell? I suppose we can tell it. His story we want in this show. I remember talking to somebody one time about Brad Richards. Brad Richards kept all his money in his checking account. Remember? Yeah, did nothing with it. Nothing. Just, just stacked and they, it in there. And he said, he was there. Remember he was talking about it? Yeah. He's like, hey, my bank calls. They say, uh, we'd like you to put it. He's like, if you touch one cent in that account, I'm moving it. And so his entire NHL career has just been putting deposits into his checking account. Yeah. 
And they're like, we can put into a high interest savings account. He's like, you touch that money, I'm pulling my money. Wow. So that's one road to go down. Okay. Yeah. That you is definitely the, a road. You could, you could try and make enough money on endorsements mm-hmm. that this is like a big part of your life. Yep. I don't know necessarily how far down that road Connor wants to go. I'd like to see a Shaq Fu starring Connor. Maybe Steel. Yeah. Right? For sure. Kazam. Connor doesn't strike me as the kind of guy who's like thrilled to go shoot a watch ad. No. You know what I mean? Well, like, Connor is a hockey playing robot, so he wants to be doing all things hockey. Uh, so, yeah, for him, like because of the situation, there's no days off. So then if I was him, I'd be like, my goal for my money is I would do 0% of my mental effort towards it. I think, at, yeah, but him personally. Yeah, I'd be like, him I personally. hire Guy X. Yeah. I don't want to hear about it. Yeah. I don't want to know about it. Got to make sure that Guy X isn't going to rob you. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right? Like and the post-career challenge could be like, okay, I'll be the Conor McDavid of real estate development. Exactly. I'll be the Conor McDavid of so you could tech do that. investment. Yeah, you'd be like, I'm going to finish my career not having put any thought towards it. But I'm yeah. sure Connor's smart enough. I'm sure he's got some sort of interest in business on some level. Like you don't go to Bloomberg yeah, unless you're doing something. Now, is Connor going to become one of those guys like Magic Johnson who said, I want to be an, just as good of an entrepreneur as I was a player? Who knows? Yeah. But maybe that's the goal. You Brad Richard your dough all the way through your career. Yeah. Then you retire. Then you take some sort of executive MBA for three years to learn about what you think is interesting. Yeah. Then you set off. But Connor might also be one of those guys who's going to work wire to wire in the game. Yep. Very, quite possibly. And if that's the case, and 36 year old Connor retires an Euler. Please, with Jesus. three thousand points, amen. And then he's immediately named coach of the Oilers. Please, oh, Jesus. I don't know if Connor be a good coach. GM of the Oilers, please, Jesus. But who knows? It's tough. Yeah. Head condo developer, marketer, please, there we Jesus. Go. Yeah. I then he really Connor. is never going to need to worry about money. Yep. I can see Connor being like a uh, Stevie Eiserman type guy, where he goes up into kind of like an AGM role, then moves up, becomes one of the best in the biz. How about Stevie Y? Yeah, it's crazy. He's built the team that Tampa needs. Yeah. He's stepping down, and all roads lead to Detroit. Pisses me off. That is unreal. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll talk about this. Real Life Podcast brought to you by our friends at sumojerky.com. Speaking about being wise with your money, <laughs> $299 gets you one of the best monthly presents ever for your weird uncle. For $299, which they're flying off the shelves. You'd be shocked. I was at my sister's place yesterday. And my nephew, I think I sold you a sumo jerky subscription. Oh, shit, go on, go on. He's just like, well, wait a minute. He's my nephew's. You know, he's like twenty-two. He's got disposable income. We call those in the jerky industry marks. Yeah. Well, the, he is a mark that crushes jerky. Okay. Okay. So it's time to start getting more varied jerky in your diet. That's sir. right. So yeah. I go to my sister's place yesterday, and there's a bunch of jerky just on the counter. Okay. Okay. You know what we call this? A likely subscriber. Oh wow. Right. We're learning so, all the terms. I says, I says to myself, I says, well, there's a lot of beef jerky on this counter. And he's like, yeah, I crush it at work because he works outside a lot. Jerky, you can kind of throw it in your pocket. Yeah. Snack when you need. Uh-huh. So I'm telling him about sumo jerky. Yes, bag milk. Yes. See, I'm grinding. Excellent. I'm grinding. This there- month's uh, Wicked Hot lived up to oh, its name man. of being Wicked Hot. It was sneaky, though. Yeah, because you could bite into it, taste it, and then it just punched you in the mouth. I came in talking a huge game to the house. I'm like, oh, what? Wicked hot? Thanks. It ate one bite. Jay's sitting there waiting. I sit down on the couch. I'm like, everybody's stupid but me. Ten seconds later, my mouth is on fire, and I had to go get water. I believe Jay yeah. did the same thing to me because I was like, ooh, jerky. 
and then he just kind of watches as uh, I yeah. approach the fire. Because I did bag. it to myself, so everyone's got to feel the pain. It was, yeah, it was something. Well, we're, we're that's why we're still uh, grazing on that same bag exactly. from it's two just, weeks ago. It's first it might, it might last the month. Yeah, might happen. Two more just, weeks, new subscriptions. Here I just put it down. You have to. You got to give me that. shout outs on the nation, man. I follow the nation. I own sumo jerky. I never seen no sort nation of social. Yeah, I see it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. We posted all the empty bags last week. Did you? Last, yeah. yeah. Uh, Cause that was like the remnants of what happens. I'll straight up be honest with you. I've really toned down the sumo jerky social because I only have so many hours a week to devote to it. Mm. And we just launched a new website. Mm. So it took a whole bunch of work. I got to bring the sumo back. I got a guy I'm paying in jerky, mind you. Oh, nice. To make me eight jerky memes a month. Eight jerky memes. He ran this meme account I found. It's called like Slim Jims Doing Things or something. Oh, and he nice. just made jokes about Slim Jims all the time in memes. Snap into a Slim Jim. And I messaged right, him and I was man. like, hey, you think you could do beef jerkies? He's like, memes? He's like, I, I, yeah, I suppose. It's relatively the same thing. Like, all right, my man. Hit me up. <laughs> and then I sent him his jerky and proceeded to not check the Instagram account for a while. Yeah. You, you hit him with the wicked hot and he's never come back. We're driving all of our subscriptions through Google AdWords right now. Because you said Facebook didn't work as well, right? Facebook worked well last year mm-hmm. in like the Christmas lead up, but then we started experimenting because it went to shit in the new year. What's the plan going leading into Christmas? We're getting we're Google only and a Stones Facebook. throw away. Yeah, Google and Facebook. So right now you run like a Google AdWords campaign. What you do is you pay Google that if someone Googles like cute boyfriend ideas for him, Sumo Jerky pays to come up as a search result, and we're getting good conversions. People love their boyfriends, Jay. And jerky. There's no amount of money they will pay. Stop paying. To not get them the beef jerky that they need. That's true. I bet the ladies love the jerky just as much. Of course. It's keto and paleo. It's got all the buzzwords. Atkins friendly. It's funny. One of the most touching things I've done in the last 20 years, Bag Milk, Mm -hmm. was I took my big sumo jerky customer database of all the people's names and stuff like that. And then I sorted the comments that when they sent it to somebody as a gift. It's so nice to read what people send each other. It's like, hey, Uncle Phil, hope you have a good Christmas. From Mary and the family. <laughs> hey, Dad, just wanted to let you know, we love you. Merry Christmas from the family. I'm like, isn't this nice? That is wonderful. It kind of reminds me, Wanya, do you remember when we did that uh, nation survey a couple years ago? Oh, yeah. Going through the comments there. Uh-huh. Bag milk's cool. Bag milk sucks. Bag milk's awesome. Bag milk should be dead. Yeah. Well, awesome. it's like that. It kinda, it's just, but it's but just friendly. tricky. Talking meat, meat talk. Steven, just wanted to thank you with all the help this summer with the project. I bet Steven's David. a great guy. It's probably a murder for hire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you need a guy to help you move a body. You get him a ju- uh, sumo jerky subscription. It's crazy, man. Like the internet is such a weird thing. It's such a weird thing to be able to look through this database of like thirty five hundred people that are buying beef jerky every month. You never see them. You never meet them. You never. You know what I mean? Like it's just it's very 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 strange. The internet. You think about the people who come to the nations every day. I love the internet. Unless they shout out and say hi, which. Thankfully, a lot of people Most do. Most don't. You never know who these people are. Exactly. No. It's so weird. That's why I like working in Little Brick. I like seeing our customers and being like, Gladys, did you have a nice breakfast? No, everything here is terrible. And the coffee was too <laughs> cold. And I think I found a screw in my eggs. Great. See that you is later. not an accurate description of what happens at Little Brick. The eggs little are delicious. Little disclaimer. Coffee is delicious. Warm eggs are even more delicious. I do miss warm. the smashed egg, though. Yeah. New menu coming out again for uh, winter in a month or so. So we should just do a tuned. podcast where all we do is prattle on about all the things we're working on. Yeah. I think they, they and then have hours. ads. 
too in it. Yeah. So there's ads in between the native content of ads in between the. So it's just one giant like ad read podcast, but then the ads are actual content about like what we want to talk about. Yeah. yeah. So it's like let's go to a content break, everyone, yeah. and let's talk about Darnell Nurse signing or. To bring it back to Stevie Y being the classiest human in the hockey world. Never mind all that. We can do that too. <laughs> I think back to ads. Yeah. It's interesting to read <laughs> when people are talking about like how to make money on social media and all this kind of stuff. It's interesting how people have landed on like be your own promotion. Make sure you're always repping your brand. Personal brand, personal brand. I love yeah, all that, that stuff where like beefing on the internet too, like influencer beefs. I love that. We became influencers before we were influencers because we couldn't afford anybody to actually rep our shit. Yeah. It was strictly through necessity. Mm-hmm. I was telling the boys upstairs that when I was a little kid, I had dreams. Growing up, having a clothing sponsorship, yeah. all of a sudden, here I am. And I get free clothes from the nation. Oh, really? It's wonderful. And I rock them everywhere. Oh, Although, yeah. uh, last year, I think it was last year, I had a clothing company approach me as an influencer to try and hawk some clothes. For reals? Yeah, and then they saw Nation Gear and they were like, oh, you already do that. I think I know Suck the up. company you're speaking of, and we might be working with them on a new hockey fights line. Excellent. Stay tuned. Excellent. In my entire life online, nobody has ever approached me once with a business deal. Oh, I've been, I've done, I did an influencer deal for United Cycle. I got a sick pair of JetSpeed CCMs, same skates Connor wears, and uh, did some shout outs for them, wrote some testimonials, and uh, attended some events. So that was sweet. I got free uh, tickets to the playoffs a couple of years ago. Yeah, that's I remember that. That's sick. Yeah. Well, although, yes, it was sick. Two-part uh, statement, though. Seats were terrible. Oh, right up against the glass. Right, right? up against the glass, yeah, right tough. behind the bench is terrible. All I, was, I was looking at uh, Tom McClellan's toned backside the entire time, watching those tiny little TVs underneath the Jumbotron. Yeah. Unbelievable. Still cool, though. Fantastic. I took my dad to his first playoff game. He was pumped about it. And I think the moral of all this is, is everyone that's listening, is that we're all individually open for business. That's right. Oh, I'm open for business. Uh-huh. I'll change my name to Pepsi One, if need be. Oh. <laughs> Enjoy Pepsi One. Whatever. Yeah. That sounds great. Bring back Crystal Pepsi, and we'll change it to that, too. Again. Again. Yeah. That reminds me. Stevie Y... <laughs> Loves I, Crystal Pepsi. Who is a giant fan of Crystal Pepsi. I was at his last NHL game. We're, uh, fact. we're doing a content break here. Just let's, let's disclose it. Well, we're going to get back to actual shit. Now we're back to content. Yeah, yeah we're going to talk about we're real take stuff a break. Yeah, for no. real life yeah. for 30 mm-hmm. seconds before I launch into database design at Sumo Tricky. <laughs> Stevie Y for sure is going back to Detroit. Yeah. For sure sucks. had a conversation with the Will, uh, uh, widow Illich. Yep. Who said, with Michael gone, we need someone to come take control, Steven. And nobody says no to Marion Illich. There was already a plan in place with Mr. Illich and Stevie Eisenman for sure. five years ago. For sure. There was a master plan. Because you couldn't have him come disrupt Ken Holland. Nope. And Eisenman is a really stubborn fuck. So he probably insisted on going off and doing his own thing and cutting his own teeth. Cutting, yeah, exactly. Earning his stripes just like he's done all, all throughout his career. his career. And now he's been a successful GM for yeah. somebody other than the wing. So it's not pat- patronage for him to be in charge. Yeah. And Holland's obviously advancing in age, so there's a good transition time. And also, the wings need help now more than ever. Yeah, they're garbage. They're like fire. back to like the '80s wings before like Eiserman. this regime. And they got that brand new rink, and it's kind of empty. Wow, it's also because Detroit is now kind of has no money. Yeah, but they they haven't for years. I was reading about people that just buy blocks in Detroit. Oh yeah, just to knock them down. Yep, urban farm on them. Yeah, 
Unbelievable. Detroit used to have... I had it went through a, stri- a stretch where all I wanted to read about was Detroit. I don't remember why. Probably but, a big M&M phase, I imagine. Oh, yeah. This was a few years back. And it, they used to have 2.1 million people, and now they have 800,000. Really? Yeah. Wow. And there's like... One of their big problems is that so many houses have become abandoned that there'll be like one house in four square blocks that's there and still live. Yeah. But they have to keep the sewer going, the electricity uh, going. People go there uh, that are pyromaniacs to burn down houses as like a vacation thing. Pyrotourism. Pyrotourism. There's so many abandoned houses. Pyros fly to Detroit, stay in Detroit. Maybe they drive if they're in a lower price point. I don't know. Burn down a house, watch, get their pyro kicks and bounce. And Detroit's like, well, there's like... 200,000 abandoned homes or some crazy number. Weird. Wow. Could you imagine living, though, in that one house that's still kind of active and you're like an otherwise ghost block? They're going to have to go at some point because they haven't been able to save certain parts of Detroit. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that was one thing Mike Illich was huge, huge about. Huge about. Yeah. Huge about. And, and they've been able to go and restore certain sections, but they're going to have to get people to like consolidate where they're living. Because if you're like the only person living in Windermere, and the rest is just Lord of the Flies, Mad Max shit all around you. You're going to have to move. Like, I don't want to move. I like Windermere. <laughs> you liked Windermere 30 years ago, lady. Yeah. Interesting. So hard to police. But at one point, half the city's uh, streetlights were burned out. Wow. But give it time. Detroit oh, yeah. will come back. For sure. I saw that. And it kind of slowly is because the like artistic community is now moving in because it's so cheap exactly. to buy a house. There was a guy I saw a documentary with as part of my interest in Detroit phase. I don't know many girls back though. And uh, he was like, I lived in New York and I was an artist. And let me show you my life here in Detroit. And he had this like really cool brownstone condo. And I can't remember what he paid for, but it was like 25 grand for this huge condo. Mm-hmm. And he's like, let me take you to my studio down the street. And you go into the studio and it's in this other brownstone building. And that was 25 grand. And he was like, my two condos cost me 50 G. In New York, this would be like $7 million. So it is starting to bounce back. Yeah. Anytime there's like cheap infrastructure for yeah. like startups or artists, they'll, we're cockroaches. It'll, we'll it'll, it'll, take, well, it'll, it'll, it'll take time, uh, but they'll, be, they'll hit a tipping point. Yeah. And that's where like money is going to want to flood in to be around the arts. I looked at these photos the other day. You know those tweets? It's like 35 photos of celebrity mansions and stuff like that that no one ever clicks on. Yeah. I always do. Oh, me too. Oh. And it was New York in the 1970s. You would think there'd been an atomic war and the states had lost. Like 1970s New York, they're showing Battery Park down the tip of Manhattan. Mm-hmm. And it's just like dirt. Remember how um, Grant McEwen used to be downtown when it was just the train yards? Yeah, nothing around it. That was New York. Yeah. And there's like abandoned buildings and like cars that have been stripped for parts everywhere. And I'm like, holy man, like that was only 40 years ago. Yeah. Detroit looks a lot like that now. It's crazy when you see like photos of Detroit's ruin. I think Mike Illich bought the old opera house. Yeah. And all he did was put a security fence around it and put all the windows back in. And he's like, I don't know what we're going to do with it, but we can't let it go to shit. Because they have like beautiful train stations. That was Silicon Valley of its day. Yeah. Yeah. Some of the architecture that's, it's pretty cool. Although it's, like I said, it's eerie though. When people are getting on Edmonton about like not, people don't want to come to live in Edmonton. I'm like, man, you haven't been to a lot of cities in the NHL, man. Well, that's what I always thought was super weird. Like, the very beautiful, wonderful metropolis of Detroit is where you want to be. Yeah. No, you want to be where you're going to win. And that's the point. Well, and, and like, remember even when Brandon Davidson was on the show? Remember that, Jay? Oh. That was yeah. a good day. I still dream about it. When he yeah. was like, oh, there's parts of Chicago you never want to go into for fear of being riddled with bullets. Yeah. There isn't a place like that in Edmonton. No. You know, you some, yeah, some sketch neighborhoods sure. that you wouldn't want to walk down the street with a handful of money wink, flinging in the air, but you're not worried about being shredded by an AR-15 with an infrared beam. 
No, it, yeah, there's not really anywhere, like downtown especially, where you feel unsafe. I think Edmonton's a great place to play. If there's any NHL players listening, specifically defensemen. Or right-wingers. Just ignore that we got a little bit of snow in September. That's fine. We've had snow every yeah. single month but August. Yes. Yeah, this is a freak. Freak, freak month. Great soup weather, though, i got to say. Oh, yeah. Crushing soups I'm, these days. Yeah, I'm on the faux Beat train. Soup. I'm also, and this is to plug uh, ourselves again, but like just... Oodle noodle, once the weather turns, I'm just like, I need it like four times a week. What's your go-to? Because you've eaten everything on the menu. What's your go-to? My go-to? So it depends on mood or depends on time of week. So, yeah, I'm that technical. So if it's uh, a weekend, it's butter chicken. The butter chicken is legit. From a, like a fast food place, if you want to call it that, it's legit. Come come at us, you butter chicken lovers. Like You think you, you can beat Oodle noodle, I will hold it up against all of you. My go-to, if I'm doing butter chicken, grab some green onion cakes, dip them in the butter chicken. Oh, yeah. Or spring rolls. Whew. It's good. But uh, I'm, but as, as a noodle box, I'm, I'm, I'm either a pad thai or a uh, combo box guy. Hot box all the way. Hot box shrimp on you. Hotbox People are going to be like, oh, hey, real life, your audio was awesome this week, but you <laughs> talked about garbage <laughs> yeah. the Nailed the audio. Time. But just Listen, shameless plugs everywhere. You can have Brandon Davidson here with very poor audio because we're all so nervous and excited that no one can keep their heads still. Mm-hmm. Or you can have us here not nervous at all talking to the three of each three of us talking about nothing but paid programming real life podcast brought to you by our friends at Japa equipment machinery group equipment what they got yeah, both. machinery they do everything they rent or lease I guess yeah. they sell uh-huh. and they repair giant ass pieces of equipment giant ass earth moving equipment I'll go with people who know what the equipment is right now are like Wanya you fool You've never done an honest moment's work in your life. The answer is I don't. I've been there. I've driven some of the vehicles, and I have no idea what they do. There's a deprodulator. Yep. They sure. have one of those. <laughs> the, the big one and the little one. The deprods. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They got the under, uh, underground flangulator. Hole flatteners. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hole diggers. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, definitely hole diggers. Picker uppers. Yeah. You got some picker uppers? What do you need picked up? We got that. All kinds. You want to build the oil field? Yep. We got two different machines. We'll build it all. One that has signal lights on it, one that doesn't. You want a bucket? We got a big old bucket. How big of a bucket you need? Massive. You need that bucket fixed? We'll come out. You're working in the middle of nowhere? We'll come out there. You want a bucket that you can also use as a tub, fill it with water? We got it. Imagine a Jappa-sized tie bucket. Mm Mm-hmm. You get real drunk. You probably die. Are you looking to bury buses out at your acreage because you think the world is going to end and you need something giant to dig a hole and put the bus in without crushing it? Or do you want to crush the bus? They got tools for that, too. Or do you want to engage in trench warfare with your neighbor? Yeah. Oh, Jappa's got that. You want yeah. to dig a moat around your house? Yep. They'll do Keep it. Keep the white knight at bay. Sorry, the dark knight. We like the <laughs> white right. knight. That's right. There it is. Jappa machinery. There group. it is, guys. It's called native content. <laughs> See? Our ad breaks now are getting more entertaining, everyone. We did it. I have had something I want to talk about now for two podcasts. And Jay, before we went to break, or while we were at break, you said... You can't talk about that. We haven't talked about the first three things on our list of what to talk about today. Well, end Player, with those we are seventy five percent almost done this podcast. <laughs> Everywhere I go, bag milk. I've been I've been waiting for this. Everywhere I go this off season, I'm seeing Oilers. It's like a moth to a flame with you almost. It's three in a week. That's it's, how often I'm bumping into Oilers. I have three separate stories for you about about seeing Oilers. I almost feel like you're the McDavid of spotting Oilers right now in that you know exactly where things are going to happen before they happen. They're oh, everywhere. Yes, you're in your vision. So right. thing one, I get a text from TSN 1260's Jason Greger saying, Wanye, come meet me for a beer. The game is on tonight. And I go, of course. 
four hours later, I text him, what sport are we even talking about? The game is on tonight. I don't even, I'm just, uh-huh. You idiot, it's opening night of the NFL. Well, I don't care. So I go see Gregor first round. And I walk in, and you know me, bag milk. I legit wear Oilers gear all the time. Everywhere. Do not care. It, people say, why are you wearing Oilers gear? They're terrible. Shut up is your answer. So I go into the first round. I've got an Oilers t-shirt on, an Oilers hat on, and also an Oilers jacket on. And I haven't done this on purpose to look like I'm touched by the angels, but I am rocking three <laughs> logos. And I walk in, and I'm looking for Gregor, and I look, and I lock eyes 10 feet away from me, Chirelli. And I'm fully oilered out, and he looks at me as though I am there to scrape the gum off his shoes. And I say to myself, okay, Peter, good job. Like, good job that you're seeing a super fan out in public and you're giving him the stink eye. That's mm-hmm. fine. But then my eyes zoom backwards. You know, like when you're zooming in on a photo, he's there with the entire brain trust of the team. Who are we talking? Houston. Mm-hmm. Mac T. Go ahead. Bunch of other old guys I couldn't tell apart. Silver Foxes? A lot. No, past. A lot oh. of past their prime elderly people who look like they're making poor decisions on behalf of the Oilers franchise. <laughs> so I'm like, holy shit. Cause of course I'm starstruck. Cause I love everybody. If you're the assistant player personnel director, you're my, I'm your best friend of life. So I get all excited and I go and sit with Gregor and we're like in their field of vision. And Gregor's trying to talk to me. I'm like super jumpy. He's like, what's the matter with you? I'm like, <laughs> I don't know, man. Like I just know that Chirelli's here. Mac T's here. Like, can we kindly move? So we go and we sit far away from them where I can see them and they can't see me and they watch their football game and they leave. That's just incident one. Incident one? So, so opening night of the NFL? One AC Shirelli. I, I could, if they were talking strategy, I would have heard it. Mm-hmm. That's how close I was. How, t- how close are we talking? 10 feet. But wow. now I'm at like their, if Mac T's looking straight ahead 12 o'clock, I'm at like his 4 o'clock. Okay. So he don't know nothing. Okay. I'm at the grocery store. Very rarely am I ever at a grocery store because mm-hmm. I don't understand how life works. But I'm at the grocery store and I'm walking and I'm not looking for groceries because I shouldn't be in the grocery store. And I look and from behind, I say, there's Zach Cassian. See, I don't even is, need to see his face, Bag Milk, to know. This was impressive to me. What gave it away from behind? You're looking at Zach Cassian. I could sense him in the force. I'm guessing his <laughs> neck was also the size of his head. He looked more wiry than Jack's. Yeah, he's not like huge, huge. Oh, so he's like toned fit. Yeah, like, yeah, hockey player. He's not swole. He's, he's not swole. Fit. No, yeah. and yeah. I'm wearing an Oilers hoodie, mm-hmm. a different Oilers hat, mm-hmm. and I'm like, shit, Zach Cassian's here. So I'm going to like get away from him, you know, so I don't run into him all weird like. I don't know how he got across the Loblaws so fast, but I go and come down an aisle, and he's there. Like, I beelined away. He must have beelined away from me as fast as I beelined away from him, but we both beelined in the same direction uh, inside the lock. Mm. Nice. Then we're on the same row, Jay. And he's coming towards me, and I'm coming towards which, him. Which aisle is this? Uh, grocery? Oh, okay. Fair. I don't even know what I was Food looking fake. for. <laughs> I don't even know why I was there. But I'm going down the... And so now I got, like, I, I can't be all fully oilered out, not even during the season, in a shoot against Zach Cassian. So you know what I did? I fake stopped to look at groceries. Uh, mm, picked like, up like an apple or We're something. at Loblaw ah, City Market. Grocery. So guys, you're looking at organic quinoa. Yeah, and... I'm like, grocery. I don't even know what it is. Food in a jar. Yeah. And I'm looking at it. And I don't even know what I'm looking at, but I'm just like watching for him to go by me so he didn't have this really awkward thing where I have to pretend I don't know who he is, despite I look like an oiler store threw up <laughs> merchandise on me. Just hardcore fanboying. So I'm tripping. Imagine. Two I, oilers I'm in, shook. That was in four days. And then I go on the Sunday. So that was like maybe like a Friday, and I saw Gregor. Opening night was it a Monday? 
Nope, so Thursday. Thursday night. Okay, Thursday, Friday. So that's why I was so excited looking back. Back to back, I saw two Oilers. Boom. Well, Mac T and Chia. I'm at breakfast. Darnell Nurse walks in. What? Now, at this point, I'm thinking to myself, am I actually an Oiler and forgot? And I'm going <laughs> to team events before they get there? That's Because that could happen. You're the McDavid of no, like, you see it before it happens. I spend yeah. a lot of time with my cell phone to my ear yelling at people on the phone. I could have cooked my brain and forgot I'm an Oiler. Maybe. Yeah. So I can see you do it. Darnell Nurse walks in, and I think to myself, all right, I'm going to see if he's going to sign. Because if you're going to sign, you'll get something expensive for breakfast. Mm-hmm. Like eggs, bennies, or something. Uh huh. And if you're not gonna sign, you probably get something cheap, like water. Dry toast. He got an omelet. Oh. Oh, midway. And yeah. he was there with his foxy girlfriend. Yes. And she got an omelet. Okay. And I'm thinking to myself, no one's gonna let somebody have an omelet when they're having an mm-hmm. omelet. If you don't have some sort of financial certainty in life. Yeah, he's prepared to throw it around. So I also like the dynamic of this breakfast between him and his missus. It's as well. cute that they both went two omelet. omelets. Like if I'm out with Miss Milk. If I get an omelet, she wants omelet. She's getting something else, so she eats half my omelet. That's how mine works. I should also add that at this breakfast, I'm alone. Mm. I'm sitting across the aisle from them, and I'm wearing an Oilers Nation hoodie. <laughs> Excellent. How are That's you dis- better. Yes. Mm. How are you distracting yourself so you're making sure not to Tweeting. stare at them? Ah, yes. I, I, all three instances where this happened, I was on Twitter within half of a second asking for advice. Because all I could think about was the time that we, you and I were out to get coffee, and Kenny and Spenny were in the coffee shop, and we're both trying to figure out what to do to not be obviously staring at them. And that's Kenny and Spenny. They were together. <laughs> like on the show! Of course. Oh, it man. It was the show in real life. Yes. So Darnell Nurse, having an omelet. Also remember the time, remember Rebecca that used to work with us? Of course. We went to Blue Plate Diner, and I saw Cyrus the Virus. What? Oh, from Trailer Park Boys. No, John Malkovich. Oh, John Malkovich, shit. John yeah. Malkovich was in Edmonton shooting... I don't know, a shampoo commercial. Yeah. And I'm at Blue Plate with the lady we work with, minding my biz, not expecting to see institutional actor John Malkovich, institutional, whose yeah. resting bitch face is <laughs> murder level. Yeah. And I happen to look over while eating, I think it was an omelet, and Cyrus the Virus locked eyes with me. And then I looked at Rebecca and she said, what's the matter? You just look like your dad died. I'm like, and then John Malkovich walked by. So I got a question about the Darnell Nurse breakfast. Did you stay until he was finished, or did you leave first? Oh, I left first. Thankfully, he came in halfway through. Mm. But I would have done, like, the fake air eating. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, I'll never forget, one time I went to Japanese Village and saw Todd Marchant. I was about 20. And you know when you see somebody, and this always happens to me. This is why I don't want to meet famous people, man. I'm not good. I'm not a cool like you. You lock eyes with somebody, and then everywhere you look, you just keep locking eyes with them, and it's really annoying, but they know you're looking at them, so they start looking at you. That happened so many times with Todd Marchand in one dinner at Japanese Village that when he got up to leave, he stared me down as he was leaving the restaurant (laughs) as though he thought Uh, I was about to mug him, and I was air-eating because I just wanted to watch (laughs) Todd Marchand. (laughs) I did the same thing to Jerome McGinley at the Kelowna Airport. He was pulled up. I think he was in an SUV. I think he was waiting to pick someone up. And someone's like, oh, that's Jerome McGinnon there. And I wasn't like trying to stare at him constantly. I was, but like he was in like the, the windshield was kind of tinted. So I was like trying to like get a clear like my visual that it was him. And so I stared at him so much to the point that he waved at me. <laughs> and then I just like How old are you in this story? Oh, like 28. Respect, like, respect. I'm a Did fully- you wave back? No, I was so embarrassed that I, I stared at him long enough for him 
to, oh, to, to no. diffuse the situation with a wave. That is a healthy stare. Oh, God. The only thing I got was last year at the Brick Tournament, I guess Doug Waite's kid's probably Brick Tournament age. So he's at West Ed. Yeah. I don't know. I assume his kid's playing, whatever. So I'm walking down to West Ed, going to the store where I'm going. I lock eyes with Doug Waite and immediately do it about face and go the other way. Yeah, from that's I'm how going. I do. Yes, exactly. I, only, couldn't, I didn't know what to do. The only time I ever saw Doug Waite in Edmonton was at the mall. And it was in what I don't think it was H&M yet. Because I don't think H&M was, then, that was there then. Aka Joe, was that a store? Ooh, you're going way back. Yeah, I, I saw him in that store. Yeah, him and his missus. And maybe, well, no, it would have been a son that you saw at Brick, but... That's the only time I said Doug Waite. Same thing. I don't want to stop talking about meat and oilers, but it just reminds me of something we were talking about this weekend. I went to the mall this weekend to go to the bar for a birthday party, and all everybody talked about at this party was what used to be where at the mall. Oh, yeah. The game at the mall when you go to the mall now is what used to be here. Oh, yeah. It was really weird. Like oh, You yeah. start talking to people, and they're like, oh, I was in the mall, and uh, I was at Sport Check. Remember when that used to be Nashville's? Remember when Rum Jungle? And then we were working through the list of all the used to be. You know what that means? You're not far away from doing Old Man Coffee, Burger King Coffee. I'll go to Old Man Coffee with you guys, but it has to be laced with double double cream, and it has to be at like a Little Bricks esque establishment. Yeah. Now I'm curious. What was your go to? Like, what was your thing you noticed, which is no longer where it was? Well, Rum Jungle. To me, it's the whale. Didn't they bring the whale they back? Would, they did. They did. They brought the whale back, but it's down moved. by like where Zellers or oh, whatever used to be. They moved it's it. amazing to me how much. And if anybody's listening to this podcast, I know that you're not. I apologize. Today, <laughs> I know you're not. We need to have the season <laughs> come can... back. <laughs> this is literally a podcast about what if you guys just went and sat down and talked about nothing? <laughs> We're having old man coffee with you right now. Exactly. Well, but, let's let's bring it back to some news. We got some news. We have news. We got news. Daryl Daryl Nurse. The fresh man. contract. Fresh, fresh contract. off an omelet. He's signed. He's, oh, he's got eggs Benny money now. He's proteined up from the omelet that Wanye saw him eat two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. He's currently still probably in Toronto or hopefully on a plane here. He said he's flying in tonight. Yeah. Which, during this whole saga... You were the, rattled this morning. I was pissed. Yes. When, you know, he decides to hold out uh, and then jump on a plane and leave Edmonton. That, to me, is like... just. Uh, Tells me he's not trying to like work out the deal. He's like See, uh, turning when his he back. Was on eating us. his omelet. I thought to myself, this guy's gonna bounce. He, look at how he's cutting that thing. He Very even, large bites. He yeah. has no time to spare. He's he probably gonna dip. It. Yeah. Wasn't well, even enjoying it. What? what how much he signed for? Tell me. He I don't signed, even know the answer. He signed for what? Well, three point two a year. Three point two million dollars over two years yeah. or for two years so yeah. a total of 6.4 one year okay, and yeah. the math checks didn't out. we want to give him three and he wanted 3.5 yeah. so they met in the middle and yeah. all along, well at least we beat the middle a little bit i guess i'm weird. i don't know that winning 100 grand of the darnell nurse side uh, exactly winning. i didn't care but at the same time like there's there's the there's the economics of sports and there's the comparisons of players Econo- economics what do you say i guess i well apparently i say economics yeah I'm an, ek. Ek? I'm, I'm an ek guy dan uh-huh eco two on two eco friendly Two on two, Michael Recycle. But yeah. also a shout out to the uh, Winnipeg Jets for getting Josh Morrissey signed yesterday, which probably sped things along. Well, for that, that set the bar because the comparables going into this, I think, put Darnell on like past contracts, like $2.8 million or something was like the comparable. Yeah, give or take, roughly. Sure. Yeah. So Morrissey signs, who has the exact same amount of points as Darnell last year. Mm-hmm. For $3.15 million. Mm-hmm. So that just gave the Oilers more of a case to get what they, I guess, kind of wanted. But I'm just happy it's done. But I was just pissed that he got, hopped on a plane and left Edmonton. I didn't see it as a big deal. I mean, what, four-hour flight, we're talking? 
Yeah, but it's just it's you're leaving the city. Like you're maybe, leaving the team. Maybe he was jealous that he didn't get a workout with his friends. And while his friends are going to work out and get things done at training camp, he had to stay home and watch the prices right. If that is what actually happened, then yes, I'll side with that argument. That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> There's only so much Drew Carey can watch. Yeah. Everybody's well, out working out and he's watching Drew Carey making his bids. Very svelte Jim Carey. I mean, Drew Carey. Jim Carrey's probably felt as well. Jim Carrey, net detective. Jim Carrey, pet detective. Oh yes, Vesna award winner. winner. Yeah. Oh yeah. A trophy I winner. About that. Yeah. Jim Carrey. That was a one and done. He's yeah. the Baltimore Stallions of the Grey Cup. Oh, oh good yeah, hey. yeah. Hey. How about when the CFL tried to expand to the states? <laughs> you know what, man? It would have worked great. Baltimore loved the CFL. Well, it's what made the case for the Ravens. Baltimore was the only market that worked. Yeah. Well, the Las Vegas Posse. Yeah, they brought that. <laughs> they brought that Michael Bolton-looking guy who butchered <laughs> yeah. the Canadian anthem. Yeah, I remember they used to like do the kickoff. They go. Psh. Yeah. Remember they all run together. Who else had they had the Sacramento Nuggets or Sacramento Gold, miners, Gold no. Sa- Sacramento Gold, Gold Miners? Gold Miners. Yeah, Sacramento. And then Gold the miners. Shreveport Pirates. Pirates. So now, like, they're just like they're going on like the rim of the state. Well, if you're not going to the head market such as Sacramento and Shreveport, I think you're missing out on the American market. Yeah. That was a, an interesting expansion. But yeah, you're right. Baltimore uh, Stallions wanted. And they, don't, they weren't in for one season. They, they ended up having to change their name. The Baltimore Colts. No. The Baltimore CFLers. Yes. God damn it, CFL. You got two teams named <laughs> Rough Riders. Riders yeah. You got one team named the CFLers. You got one team called the Insert Name Here's. Uh, good stuff. Anyways. Real life podcast. We're making decisions on the fly. Here's the new decision, everybody. There's four of you listening, and four of you are in this room already. We're not doing any more ads. <laughs> We're going to do them all just talking. Off the cuff. Off the flop. Even though I am very ignorant to the inner workings of JAPA and our new sponsor that's coming on for the start of the season, I'd know even less. I'm pretty sure we nailed that JAPA ad. Yeah. I think I said that you could put buses underground if you're expecting an apocalypse. Who says you can't? Exactly. Is that the use case they really want to promote? Hey. If you're renting that equipment, I don't think they care. We know Armageddon is imminent, so you want to have Japa in the forefront of your brain. Marin at Japa, if you're offended to the <laughs> nth degree by what we said this week, just hit me up. You know where I'm at. We're Great relations. pens, though, at Japa. Great pens. I'm a big pen guy, Wanye. Yeah. So I got a list here of third segment. It says bag milk stuff. Yes. Bag milk. Stuff. <laughs> Please. There's a couple of things that I got here, boys, and they're Oilers related. Excellent. First of all, I want we to may plug- save this podcast after oh, all. Oh, it's long, <laughs> unsavable. There was some shenanigans afoot with the Oilers. I feel like, boys, last week I think it was. Yes, I'm looking in my notes. Friday, Scotty Upshaw. It was said that he failed his physical. He had a bum knee. Somebody told me on Twitter that they saw Upshaw and Lupul at the movies together. Joffrey Lupul? That's the one. And he's in town. Uh, well, he is from here. He's Fort Sask. Fort Sask boy. Yeah. yeah. And he's living the high life on the. Maple Leafs payroll currently. Real quick, I used to I used to work at Radio Shack in Fort Saskatchewan, and uh, Richard Matvichuk's mom used to come in all the time. Oh yeah, but she would be decked out in Dallas Star stuff, head to toe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like track pants. The, the big remember the big poofy like Adidas jackets. Oh yeah, she had one of those on with the stars, awesome. and then she would enunciate Matvichuk uh, when you asked for her. Like the last name is currency. I itself. love it. I love it. I love people that are that wrapped up in who they are. That's the shit. Yeah, yeah, I'll tell you what, my dad isn't bragging about me being bag milk at Radio Shack, his local <laughs> Radio Shack. He should, though. 
Mike I love people like that, though. Like, I remember meeting one time Sean Horkoff's brother at the Pint. Yeah. I, I met him during the playoffs. I was he's still, so... He's still in Edmonton. Oh, yeah. I was so starstruck by him. Looking... You'd have thought I was talking to J.C. Chazez of NSYNC circa oh. 2003. Like, I was like, Sean Horkoff's brother, mm-hmm. how do you do, sir? I saw him at the Pint during the playoffs. Boy's got moves. He can dance. Oh, Dancing moves. He's Whoa. got moves. Who's got moves? Sean Horkov's brother. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, let's see. Oh, yeah. yeah. I know. Yeah, I've heard that. He parties. Well, he, well now, he, let's he, just be very clear here for the lawyers in the crowd. By party, you mean goes to the bar and has fun. Yeah. Yeah. You know what people, when they say I party, I've been saying this my whole life. You know what we've been saying? What? That we do cocaine. No, oh, it's come on. yes. It, I guess your depends on your audience. Well, how they I would... don't, and you don't, for the record. But I've like confidently told people, "Oh yeah, I party." And then one time, like <laughs> recently, a guy was like, "Oh really? Awesome!" And I was like, "What?" And he's like, "Like you mean you do cocaine?" I was like, "Oh, that's what that means." Well, I've got to go apologize to a lot of people. <laughs> well, I was once in a bar in well in a bar. I was once in Rum Jungle taking a leak, mm-hmm. and the guy pissing beside me asked me if I want to go for breakfast. Yeah, I was there for that. And what does that mean? Well, me what? being who I am, moons over my hammy. I'm like, yeah, I fucking love Denny's after the bar. Let's yeah, moons over my hammy. Let's hit it up. And he's like, what? And he pulls his back. No man, special K. That's breakfast. Yeah, well, Jesus, cereal champions apparently. So I quickly declined and ran out of the you bathroom. I didn't wash my hands. I'm happy to be naive. Oh, me too. If you invite me for breakfast, I assume we're going for well, a I, I was all in. I'm like, yeah, because I kind of knew the guy. That's the thing. It wasn't just a random stranger. Yeah, you didn't I, think you're going to end up in a I think, though, that this yeah. is like why the three of us have been able to go to really, really sketchy places <laughs> yeah. and emerge unscathed. Yeah. It's because like with me, I have no business with shady folk at all. Yeah. So if I walk in announcing that I party as loud as I can, yeah. it stops and starts there. Exactly. So if someone's like, if I'm like, yeah, I party, and then someone's like, oh, man, you want to go do the alcohol? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm in, man. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't expect that breakfast meant landing in a K-hole. I remember that. That was, You know where we were at when that happened? Midget Kiss. Midget Kiss at yeah. Rum, Rum Jungle. Jungle. Yeah. Yeah, good times. Wait, they were, they were dressed like Kiss? They had like a tribute band to yeah. Kiss. Hell yeah. Yeah, called, uh, and this is, this is what they were called, Midget Kiss. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. That was it, exciting. It Rum was Jungle. awesome. I was there when a girl... Very nearly fell off those swings that oh, were in the those roof. Swings that were there for like an hour oh, when they first opened. Yeah. yeah, and she was like hanging off it. It was it was terrifying, just by the little thread that was holding up there. So, boys. Anyway, back to the yes, Oilers. Let's focus. Scotty Upshaw, Mark Spector on Friday reported that he failed his physical. From what I've heard, source I know, Scotty Upshaw was confused by this. He said, "Sure, I had a sore knee, but like failed the physical. Come on, man." Four days later. How injured could that knee have possibly been because he passed his physical today and was on the ice with the Oilers this morning at 11 o'clock? So saith one Jason Greger. We love just taking one word of a comment and creating a giant narrative out of it. Well, that, according to my source, what kind of came out was he wasn't used to dealing with Canadian media in that sense where it's just kind of a throwaway comment. Yeah, just tell him you want to put pucks deep and get the hell out of there. You kind of have to. Yeah. How can we fix that? Oh, yeah, that's a good call. Uh, well, these guys, it's their job to go and create stories and content, right? As so, is ours. As is ours. And I, yeah, I guess it's it's not fair, I guess, to the player to just take a word and run with it and make this big campaign and actually put some negative light, cast some shade on him, if you will. But yeah, I, 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 I don't know. 
Yeah, the stories came out. Wrap my head around this. The stories that came out on Friday essentially were that while his opportunity with the Oilers is over, too bad, on we go. Yeah, like he's not yeah. a person. I, well, when, when I saw the story, when I, when I heard the announcement or what, or saw the story, I was like, shit, like this is just a waste of a PTO. Mm-hmm. That was initially your initial thoughts. Mm-hmm. Do you know why? People make up stories at this time of year about hockey players with rumors. For the likes. People like me want to read them. Yeah. Yes. I want to know all the rumors. This is the silly season. It is the silly season. Anything remotely Oiler related. Yeah. Drink it down. Drink it down. We're Oilers Nation, man. We've put up a lot of fluff around this time of year each year. <laughs> Hell yeah. Because for me, the hardest part of the year isn't when we get eliminated from the playoffs before Christmas. It's not when the season ends and we've been out of it for five months. It's not knowing Connor's written off another year of his life 10 games into the season. Mm-hmm. The hardest part of the year for me is the stretch between the rookie game and training camp because there's a fall crisp note in the air, yep. and I want hockey, and yep. there is no hockey. In the meantime, Scotty Upshell failed his physical, and his career is over. Let's do a postmortem. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. back. Let's bring him back. That's so what do you think tonight? There's a first preseason game for the Oilers. Technically, the Oilers tonight. What do you think about since the Flames are technically? Does that mean there's tickets and we get to go? It's not in Edmonton. Ah, so the Flames are in China because they're kicking off their season over in China. So they've got just like. Did you see little Weasel Goudreau wearing a panda hat on the Great Wall of China? Really? Oh, I want to slap his little face. Mm. Yeah, he does have a slappable face. He, you know what? We have a cute cherub named the Nuge. Yeah, that role is taken in the league. Heart of gold, and he's no longer tiny. And Goudreau, they're all wearing like the really racist circle hats, the points on top, which I swear I don't. Anyways, and then Goudreau's got a panda hat on. And I'm like, you yeah. know what, Johnny Goudreau? The Chinese culture didn't reinvent the Great Wall 3,000 years ago to keep Mongol hordes from their empire. So you, in 2018, could stroll in with your little panda hat. Silly season bag milk. I'm mad about everything because there's oh, nothing really good. to get mad about. Are you excited about to watch some kind of Oilers tonight? Well, yeah. Is it televised? No, streaming on the website. Of course. Tomorrow's game is televised, though, on Sportsnet. For reals? Yeah. See, these are the big games. You've got to get up for the tomorrow? big games. Van, I believe. Oh, Van, so it'll, play it, so it'll be a better lineup then. Yeah. So tonight, I see Koskinen is starting. Koskinen is starting. Good. Saw a picture of him last week. Giant man. Very, very giant. The crossbar is basically at his ass crack. He's a giant dude. Yeah. So the thing that... that uh, he won't have issues with that Talbot did last year is when he goes down having pucks go over his shoulder. You would think that, but what about our friend Devin Dubnik his last year here? He is also a giant man. Oh, you're right. See, this is me. I'm in wishful thinking phase. It's a silly I'm season. drinking all the Kool-Aid. Oh, silly the season. Costin's answer. No one can see the crossbar. Silly season. I am quietly optimistic about Koskinen. Silly season. I, I'm, I'm going to drink the Kool-Aid for now because I always do. Have to. I'm excited tonight. Uh, I like this line of Benson, McLeod, and Yamamoto. Yeah, let's see how it goes. Silly like season. McLeod, uh, it's not silly. Well, yeah. Well, hey, Yamfry's legit. Yeah, he's legit, but the other I, two clowns. No, no, no. Benson's legit, too. He's just had injury issues. But I think this this is his chance to either... He's either going to have an NHL career or not, and I think this is a huge camp for him. Dude needs to stay healthy, though. But yeah, but he's good. He is good. I watched him at the rookie game, which doesn't say a lot because everyone had a million points, but... Uh, he looks like he can skate, and he's got uh, he's got game. Speaking of the rookie game, I've got a question. Why is it Nate McEwen and not the U of A? We talked about this last week. Did we? Yeah. Man, cause it drives me crazy. I was thinking about it this week. I'm like, could you imagine you're like one of the Nate players or McEwen players? We couldn't have talked about it last week. 
We did. No, because the game was on a Tuesday and we recorded on a Monday. Oh, then we just talked about it for in friendly conversation, didn't we? So why is that? Oh my God, am I remembering a different life again? You're playing multiple podcasts in your mind. Who did I talk to about this? Because The reason that I was told was because they were doing them at Claire Drake. Mm-hmm. The money went to the U of A. Mm-hmm. The others said, new arena, no more. You come to our arena, and the money goes to the Community Foundation. And the U of A said, no mas. And then they said, fine, then we're not doing it with you. We're going to do it with Graham Kewen and the Nate guys, because they'll come play at Rexall. Which didn't make sense. Like There was nobody there. Yeah. It was an empty building. It's cool to be at... Claire Drake Arena. It's cool that the money goes to the U of A. Not to yeah. say that the Community Foundation isn't deserving. Yeah. It'd be cool. Remember we go to the games all the time? We'd yeah, see Oilers it. in the crowd. Oh, They'd be wearing suit pants, yeah. all cool and shit. Yeah. Great vibe in there. It's a smaller great room. Vibe. Oh, great vibe. Sold exactly. out. Standard room only. Yep. It would and always sell out. Of course. Do the Oilers really... Like, I mean, obviously they don't, but like, do they really need that money? No. 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 Beers are 1325. 13.25 bag milk. They don't need any money. Yeah. That's unbelievable. I think it's poor form. Bring the U of A back. Nobody wants to watch a 9 1 shellacking. Yeah. And U of A used to give them a run for their money. Yeah. I remember one time, oh shit, I don't know who fought him, but Blair St. Martin, who was now like some crazy surgeon. He was the captain captain of the team defenseman, uh, fought some guy. He's a surgeon now? He's a surgeon now. Good for him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And I'm like, this is unbelievable. All I can think of, though, it's not fun for anybody getting your ass kicked 9-1 in front of a giant cavernous empty room. No. Yeah. What are we doing? But last year they beat them. Yeah, the goalie stood on their head last year, like 50-some-odd saves. Two-nothing victory. So they stole one. Yeah, they stole one. But Chris and Cam upstairs, the boys at the table, were at the game this year, and they were just like, it was boring because the Oilers rookies were barely trying, still running the show. Mm -hmm. So what are we doing? What are we doing? Now, you, I have a question for you guys, and ask me if this was poor form. I was invited to the game by Nate, the school, because I'm an alum. <laughs> so poor the, form. So they asked, they asked, because like, they had a, obviously Nate and McEwen had a box. Obviously. So not think, I, I went wearing an Oilers jersey. Well, I don't see that. Why is that poor Meanwhile, form? Meanwhile, I've got like the, the Dean in his Ooks jersey, and like the mascot in there, and I'm like the only guy in an Oilers jersey. And I was like, did I screw up? Here? No, because you're the Oilers Nation guy. Yeah. If you're not the Oilers Nation guy, if you're there as Jay uh, Downton, Gentleman Farmer, uh, dick move. See, Oilers I don't Nation even think guy. it's a dick move. Because one of the guys, and but kind of made a comment, like, but he was trying to be make it a joke. But I knew there was some malice behind it. But I kind of just like stayed quiet. And I was like, hmm. ask him if he parties. <laughs> Do you want breakfast? <laughs> hey, go for breakfast. Hey. That's the thing. It's scared for now. It's risky for us to go out and ask people if they party. Because then they're going to assume that's Buddy, what we want. I've but been when saying, I say I party... I've been saying, do you party yeah. to people prior to no cocaine use yeah. since I was 18. You taught it to me. I normally say I party as a response to something. Like, hey, Jade, like, do you want ketchup on your fries? Like, yeah, I party. That's like drug code. I had no idea. I had no idea either. Uh-huh. This is really upsetting. But that's how I'd talk to the guy in the box. I'd be like, hey, you don't like this jersey? You want some breakfast? And yeah. then when he says, do you mean Special K? You yelp and leave. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> How'd you know that? I'm the dean of the Nate. Of course I know what Special K is. Oh, dear. What else you got, bag metal? What I've got is some tax talk about NHL contracts and taxes earlier this summer. You're not here on behalf of Revenue Canada, are you? Yes, I am. Okay. We are going to be collecting uh, huh? fees. That's a, that's a good topic because it's it's... Now it's it, you hear it more and more discussed where guys are going to sign in other markets and there's a tax savings to be had so they can go to another team 
that can fit them in for less money, yet they make more money than if they signed elsewhere in a higher tax thing. And some examples, and this is like butchering numbers that come to mind, is like Pacioretty. Pacioretty gets traded to Nevada. or yeah, I'm going to call him Nevada, Dan. Nevada. The Nevada Golden Knights. Nevada being the state for which he's being taxed. Oh, no, I'm well now. aware that Las Vegas is in Nevada. And, Although uh, he didn't get a... Uh, Dan, oh, no, do you even know the capital of Nevada? Laughlin. Incorrect. As it's it is Carson City. But anyways, Carson moving City. on. By the way, just as an aside, if you ever get held at gunpoint by the aliens or the terrorists, whoever gets you first, and they give you phone a friend on trivia to live. You know people do this all the time? Of course. They'll like kidnap someone but give mm-hmm. them one question to not die. Yeah. You go American geography, state capitals, phone J. I'm probably a little. I'm probably. I, I. I. used to have it like nailed down. It's shocking. Real quick, South Carolina. Uh, South Carolina is Charleston. I, I. That could be true. Rhode Island, Providence. I don't even know if that's a state. Montana, Helena, Same. New York, <laughs> uh, Albany. Yeah, that's the good one. Home <laughs> of the river. You, you got to get kinky and do like New Hampshire and like uh, Vermont. Vermont. Uh, the capital, I believe, you'll find is Las Vegas. That's Montpellier. But anyways. Uh, so you were talking about Pacioretty going from Montreal to Vegas. In Montreal, he had a 53.6 or 53.06% tax rate. Uh-huh. In Vegas, he goes down to 39.14. Yeah. So to break it down and make kind of simple and use terrible math, he's getting paid, I think, $7.5 million a year now in Vegas. Montreal would have had to pay him like nine point something to equate that same amount of money. Same cap. Same cap. They're, so everyone's following the same cap number, but everyone, every team has different tax implications. I don't think it's fair. How when, you he, look at, when you look at the Stamkos thing, he signed for what, like $9 million? And they were offering him eleven in Toronto. I think he still makes more at that level in Florida than he would in, in Toronto. Yes. I don't think it's fair. I think there needs to be some kind of like stabilization uh, like tax formula so it's equal for every state because Vegas is just going to go and suck up all these players. Yeah, and all the California teams also get a lower tax rate. Now, so, California, all, the one thing they offer is lifestyle, and yes. that's where some people will take the, the haircut. Yes. So what would, be the, what would be, do you have an idea for a solution of what could work? Well, there's got to be some kind of math, that, uh, and you'd have to break it out like team by team because you have to send like, the, 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 the state tax-free states uh, teams as like a benchmark, and then everyone else gets like a buffer per uh, whatever their current tax situation is. It makes things way more technical, but at least it creates parity across the league. Cause it's not fair that, you know, teams like Vegas can just shoehorn in all these top tier players and only sign for 7 million when they sign for 10 million somewhere else or Sagan who signed for 9.85 million, which probably equates to like 12 million in other markets. Uh, and, uh, and you know, and it allows teams to keep them bend, sign more, like build, they're able to free up more cash to sign more like role and fill the gap type players. Do you guys know what Edmonton's tax rate is? Too oh. high. <laughs> is it, uh, I don't know, 50? 47.7. Oh, good for us. We are kind of, Edmonton is kind of middle of the road. Alberta Roughly. used to be one of the best. What happened? I believe Three we letters. turned orange. <laughs> we turned orange. We went to bed one May and woke up orange. Thank you for taking more of our money. Next up, did you guys see the power play lineups? 
that the Oilers are running with at practice this morning? Uh, I have not. I Silly like season. To, I would like you to educate me so I can give you a real raw reaction. Silly like season. Like when the Carlson trade happened during the Donair review, and I didn't know what the hell to do with myself. Great reaction, mid-Donair review. <laughs> Breaking news, mid-Donair review, Carlson trade. What? Let me sink this in your ear holes, boys. First unit, McDeezy. Avi. Shocking. Dreisaitl. Mm-hmm. The Nuge. Oh, God Power bless play. Power play. That's powerful. Lucic. Okay. Need some meat. And Clefbaum. Lucic on the point? Well, I assume they're going to they're gonna yeah, start Connor somebody. Will be on like the Connor point. will start on the point or whatever. Yeah, no. stick you, need, you need some meat in front of the net. Uh, okay. I have no qualms. Now, here's where it gets interesting. I like this. Okay. Second power play unit. Uh-huh. Pooley Arby. I'm going to write this down. Pooley Arby. Yep. Mm-hmm. Strom in the middle. Okay. Kajula on the other side. Uh, we're getting into what? WTF? Yep. Benning on the point. That's fair. And one Tobias Reader oh, rounding wow. out the five. <laughs> so my question to you is that second unit is the hope that they never get on the ice. <laughs> well, so <laughs> so my, 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 my retort, uh, a return fire question here is we've got all of the the studs in the first unit. Mm-hmm. So we didn't sprinkle it around. Mm-hmm. Who else could we put in the second unit, given that that's the first? Not a lot of options. I, I say the Oilers play Connor the full two minutes. Yeah, like Ovi style. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because then that really evens things up on the second unit. I think you could you could move one of Nuge or Dreisaitl also into the second unit. But, like, yeah, I, I, I think your solution is actually much better. I actually like overloading the first one. If uh, The three centers? Yeah. That's hot. Hot. Oh, yeah. I'm like super into it. Hot fire. Interesting to note, though, all left-handed players on that first unit. You know what? When you're Connor McDavid, you're... doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. There you go. Power play talk, Wanye. Power play talk. They never yeah. keep these lines together, man. No, the McBlender's going to come out real fast. It's going to be tough to not love that first power play unit. Oh. With Nuge dry and, and, and McDavid. But they won't. They'll say, oh, we tried that for an hour. We scored four goals. But the keep, second line he, needs boning up. So we're going to break Luch, up what works. As long as Luge parks himself in front of that net and creates havoc, those three, guys, those three guys are going to just move the puck around like it ain't no thing and then just set up Clefbaum for a shot here or there or some other kind of sex fire magic. Speaking of Clefbaum, do you guys follow Adam Larson on Instagram? I do. Did you check out his story from yesterday with Clefbaum driving in the city? Uh, I saw him driving. What did I miss? Bumping Steve Aoki. Ah, uh, cake face. Really aggressive EDM while they're just cruising. Well, it's it's well documented that Euros, especially Scandies, either love, well, Scandinavians uh, specifically either love hardcore tech, techno, or death metal. Just really pumping. Interesting to note, though, Oscar Clefbaum, I know you're listening to this. Mm-hmm. Hands a 10 and 2, my man. He's driving cool. He's clip oh, He's driving all cool. Don't make him drive all nerd. Hands at yeah. 10 and 2, He's my driving friend. them abs. They can command yeah, the wheel. Shit. Oh, that I agree with. But he was tapping the wheel. He was feeling the beat, feeling the Ioki. He's got it down, Probably man. thinking about getting caked. Oh, yeah. Is that, a, is that drug talk, too? No. no. Steve no, Ioki literally that, throws cakes at people. Now I'm on edge. Yeah, two weeks Apparently I've been telling everyone I'm a giant freaking drug addict. <laughs> you know what girl, girl guy cookies were? <laughs> I have two for two. Yeah, I'm. 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 A lot not of people messaged me and said that's funny. A I'm, lot. I'm Ten. a hot Ten minute away from doing old man coffee. Funny how Jay didn't know what girl guide cookies were. Ha ha ha. He so, is a square. 
P.S. Wanye, you're ten times cooler. So I said, ten times? I don't know. If I go into Urban Dictionary and I go Girl Guy Cookies, it's going to tell me drugs? First of all, if you go to UrbanDictionary.com, you basically handed in your cool pass. <laughs> It'll analyze oh, the wow. cookies on your I'm computer. I'm really devaluing see, my personal brand. You won't see any good rap videos on YouTube if you do that. <laughs> I'm going to be. I'm going to get a library uh, influencer partnership after yeah, that's this. Exactly. It. Yeah. yeah hey, a free library card. EPL is fantastic. Oh, of course. I get a lot of stuff from the EPL, and I'm grateful for the free learning. Mm-hmm. This is a messed up podcast. Thank God this thing isn't plugged in. <laughs> How was the podcast? Oh, you guys did great. No one here is it not plugged in. Do you got a best of the week then? What well, I was just going to say, best of the week for me. There's a lot of Connor fashion shots on Instagram Ooh. this week. The flow is just God. He is, and he's looking. got like the beard coming in, turning into. He a looks dynamo. good in that interview on Bloomberg too. Hell yeah, he does. He looks like a man who can get as many omelets as he wants. Oh, he's buying all the omelets and he's throwing all the egg toppings egg in omelets. He's not worried about nothing. That's How many toppings do I get in there? Connor, all of them. Jay. Well, we already talked about it, but I'm just glad we can uh, say it's done and move past it and be happy that he's now back on our roster. Is the signing of Darnell Nurse? I did not ever expect it to take this long. Yeah, I was just saying, oh, don't worry, it'll be done before camp. They're just humming and hawing about some shit. <laughs> It was, I thought he was going to get, like, Ryan Strom, you know, it was June or July or whatever. I thought it was going to be back-to-back. Yeah. Little behind the curtain here for you, Jay. I had that article written months ago. Oh, I couldn't even, I, I wouldn't have known. I read it and I wouldn't even have known. Mm-hmm. Well done. What do you think of that, Wanye? I'm banking content. It's coughing, bro. I know Daryl's going to sign. I'm going to write an article about it. At some point in May. That's like how they had George Burns' uh, obit written in the New York Times for like five years. It seems so old. They were ready when George Burns was about to drop. They had the article ready to drop. See, that's dark. That's dark. He lived to be 98, man. That's dark. Like, yeah, he went right. And, and he lived hardly. He smoked cigars all the way to the end. Chain smoked his entire life. It's just like the queen. She's putting back, what, six drinks a day? What's her drink of choice? Is she a gin girl? She drinks Martinis, yeah. isn't it? Oh, a gin martini? She changes it up, though. Like she has champagne and shit. Like she's, she's the queen. She's a classy. Well, alcohol is a blood thinner, which for people that like to go for Burger King coffee at 8 p.m. is uh, an aid to longer life. So what I think Jay is saying here, Wanye, is if you get drunk, you live longer. Mild buzzed. In unrelated news, a 46-year-old Wanye <laughs> is mad about the power play still. <laughs> the space power play. Best worst, of the week, worst, easily. Yeah, Wanye, I know you saw it. Daddy Long Neck's tattoo. That says Daddy Long Neck. Looks like oh. he went to death row prison. Oh, yes. And asked the least talented tattoo artist to do it. I assume this Where is it located? Is on his arm. Forearm. It's like, but his tiny, So it must be in really arm. small font. It's so bad. Yeah. Oh god. It is so bad. So bad. As far as putting your own name on yourself, which I respect. Yeah. That is a bad tattoo. That is a man who's never tattooed anyone before tattooing Daddy Long Neck. So that's the best of the week. That's my best of the week. Nice. He's on brand. Oh yeah. Actually, you know what? I'll do another best of the week. Chris the intern. He had a Team Oilers Nation. They won a darts contest yesterday. Is that why the him. countdown was dart related? I assume so. On Instagram? Why wouldn't it? Oh, he made it about himself. I see. Somebody was like, how could you do that when 
somebody's well, number. And I'm like, well, because yeah. the, the, there was three darts in the triple 20, so it's 180. Oh, yeah, they're like, how did you not have Luke Gazdick? I love that people uh, haven't caught on to what we're doing yet. I go there and lip them off. I'm like, is this the worst thing that ever happened to you in your whole life? Son of My a... favorite was the one we put a race car driver for 97 days till the season. Oh. People freaked oh, out. Oh, that's good trolling. Freaked out. I've decided one of my new things I'm going to do on Instagram is always pump Hunter's tire. Hunter the mascot? Oh, yeah. So I find a make a point in all because he poor guy's throwing out jokes. No one's picking him up. No one's doing anything. So now I'm sliding in. His oh, like his, his Twitter account on Insta on Insta. He's, he's telling jokes. I'm going to be in the. Yeah, I, I got even you. Know Hunter had an Insta. I got you. What? See, Hunter Oilers? I'm, I'm in. It's amazing. I bet it is. And all he'll right. be like, oh, I went and visited his school today and we had a perfect time. And I'm like, that's hilarious, Hunter. I, I, I sense a game between the three. Whoever of us. runs Hunter's account is super nice. I bet he is. And sometimes they'll check me a like, and I'm like, huh, I see. I bet Hunter is also super nice. Should we The guy be... in Hunter's suit, non-gender specific, whoever's in Hunter's suit, is mm-hmm. great. Oh, yeah. No, Hunter's the eyes fantastic. are terrifying. I'm over it. I actually think everything's But endearing. I like Hunter. Kids like Hunter. Of course they should. Well, kids voted on it being like it being a Lynx, which is super cool. I find it interesting that a lot of these mascot guys like go to clown college and shit, yeah. and then they like pick the best of the best of the best. Do you know that I was a mascot in high school, Wanya? Oh, what? That's right. Your dad was the mayor. That's right. And you were the mascot? Fucking A. And it's what, like being friends with the Kennedys. What was the legal mascot? No, this was Morneville Community High School. It was a wolf. Oh, oh. That's right. I don't even remember its name. So I went into Wolfie? tryouts as a joke, but I could do the worm. So when you do the worm in a mascot Hold costume, on, hold on, hold on. This is a third piece of information. That is <laughs> yes. It, it, you can do the worm? fascinating by That's the right. day. Like good enough that you could do the worm in front of a gym full of people. I'll do it in here right now. Well, I'll just hold on. That's I think I think uh, Bag Milk should perform the worm at our uh, season opener party on October 6th. Let's see how many and cocktails we will, I get. Well, wow. I guarantee it'll be plenty. Yep. And what was the mascot's uh, we'll get name? the video team. Fuck, I can't remember. It was like it was it was Wolfie, Wolfie McWolfie something like that. Yeah, it was something dumb. I don't remember. Wolfenstein 3D. Yep. Be, oh, great game too. Wow. There you go. I was the mascot. So, sh- so should we play this game where we try to outwit each other on Hunter's comments for hilarious and yeah, I'll do it. I mean, cat puns. They never. They never delete it. A lot of times, they always delete what I say. All right. Do they really? Hunter yeah. Oilers. Why? You don't? Well, I don't know. I never oh, go back and me check. Because I'll be getting mad likes for my comments, you know, because I'm funny. And then they just stop. And I'm like, what the hell? And they go and look, and they've deleted it. Interesting. Now i got to go back and look at they Because I, I post ridiculous Oh, I see you in players' pages just kissing <laughs> ass. Don't you even worry. I my new it. thing now is inviting people to go to Chris the Intern's birthday party. Mm. And it doesn't matter who it is. I just ask if he wants to come to Chris's birthday party. I don't even know what Chris's birthday is. I assume he has one. I don't know. He might have just popped out the womb nice. Probably. No actual birth date. Walked right out, and he's like, hey, guys, do you need anything? Yeah. I'm super <laughs> nice and thick. Uh, let's talk about the worst of the week, lads. I've already submitted my first comment on a Hunter post, oh. and it wasn't funny, but I did. I'm in. Okay. Well, I'm there's a you. Sorry, sorry, there's an emoji. It's like the cat. It's got the pointy teeth and the smile. It looks like Hunter. Yeah, that cat party is not emoji. You know what that means? I've heard. Yeah. Me, yeah. I didn't know. He's, in, he's, he's big into the catnip. I didn't yeah. know. You go hunter crying cat emoji nose snow icon. <laughs> <laughs> Worst of the week. Wandy, do you got something? You go, you go first. I'll go last. Well, I'm going to, my very easy worst of the week is when I'm talking to Chris and Cam when they get back from the rookie game and they're talking about 1325 beers. Even at the rookie game. For two youngsters uh. like Chris and Coom, that is some big smoke for a, uh, Tasty beverage. 
Yeah, there's a lot of smoke. It's gonna be it's gonna be an expensive winter. <laughs> yes, it will. Hopefully they're happy beers though. I would much rather pay thirteen twenty five for a happy beer than a sad beer. Oh, yeah, you don't even think about the financial implications no. or if it tastes like shit or not when they are winning. If you I'm Mercer Warehouse, you know that bar? Of course. Not the building, the bar. Mm-hmm. That pa- roof can be made into a patio. Like it's weight rated for it because they've tried to get some shit cooking on the roof. I go and put a beer garden up there. I get it rated for a winter patio. I go and get a sign that says pregame here with an arrow. Oh, I like that. And then you just go there and get Liddy. Everybody you head over. There. But you still got to maintain. Yeah, but if you can go, you, oh, you yeah. taught me how to pregame. If we can go pregame, <laughs> then walk in the game already a hundo deep. Well, I don't know about you, but I pregame at the Pine downtown. Yeah. I'm just saying if I was the Mercer. I was playing that game if I was the Mercer. You ever played if I was the Mercer? No. Oh, it's pretty fun. Whatever. I oh, party. <laughs> I really like this idea, though. That is fantastic. It would be amazing. Yeah. Fantastic. Or the roof of Crash Hotel. What about if you go in the casino? You get cheap alcohol in there or no? No, that's not a bad See, I don't, I, I, I don't, I, I pre-game, I don't pre-game, if that makes any sense. Pre-game game. Yeah, pre-gaming. Yeah. Yeah. I might check out the casino next time I go in. Yeah. Go throw, play. Throw a little bit on 17 on my roulette table. Yeah, that's interesting. Is that your go-to number? I love roulette. And 17's your number? 17 and then a, the surrounding area. Mm. When Excellent. you hit the adrenaline, oh, oh. Like, it can make your night. When oh. you're playing the inside on roulette and you hit and they give you the giant stacks of chips. So what I do, like I said, real quick, 17 and all the surrounding corners. Yeah. So if you hit 38 to 1 on 17 plus the surrounding, oh. check out, see you at the bar. The bar in Cabo. Hell yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I don't really know that I have a worst of the week. I'm trying to think of mine. The worst of the week was going to be the non-Darnell signing, but he just signed, so that kind of threw me for a loop. I'm having a pretty good time. There you go. <laughs> Kool-Aid season, full effect? I guess. Like, nothing's really that bad. Well, Yeah, you know. well, we haven't, uh, you know, we're we're undefeated at the moment, so that's, Perfect. that's not upsetting. I'm glad beers aren't fourteen twenty-five a beer, Amen. or as I call it, 2019 pricing. And I'm excited about a brunch party that's coming up in about, what, two and a half weeks. Yeah. I heard you're doing the worm. I might. Might have to. All right. Real Life Podcast. That's it for this week. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.